Welcome to Unchenu and Strength Podcast. This is a podcast to help new and aspiring entrepreneurs get your business off the ground with simple, easy, and effective mindset and business strategies. I am your host, Maria C. Krause. I love music, and I'm fully aware that I can't sing, but I do it anyways. It's the little things in life that spark my soul. I'm fascinated with the deep blue of the sky, the stars, and the moon, and I also love ice cream, tons of it. In this podcast, I bring special guests from all over the world, from different backgrounds and niches of expertise, who share their unique story and their most valuable tools, tips, and strategies to help you become more successful in all areas of your life. We cover everything from branding, mindset tools, Facebook ads, how to start a podcast, how to build a Facebook group, you name it. We're here to help you and empower you to build a life and business you always dreamed of. Enjoy this week's episode. level this year. Learn to create content that attracts your ideal clients with ease and flow. Let go of mindset blocks and all beliefs that are no longer aligned to the women you are. Hit consistent five-figure months while running a soulful business. And how about creating an ideal balance between your life and your business where you no longer have to hustle or work thousands of hours to achieve the results you desire? Take your business to the next level is an exclusive one-to-one mentoring and coaching program designed for the woman who is tired of hiding and is ready to step into her full authentic power. With Take Your Business to the Next Level, you will learn how to implement easy, simple, and effective mindset tools and business strategies designed exclusively for you and your business. Say goodbye to this crazy year on a high, doing a happy, happy dance to your favorite tune. For more info on how I can help you take your business to the next level, keep an eye on your inbox or check the link in this podcast to book a free strategy call and start planning your next steps for success. Looking forward to meeting you, lovey. See you soon. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Unchain Your Strength. And today's special guest, we have Vera Presak. Hi, Vera. How are you? I'm good, Maria. Thank you for having me in here. Thank you so much. Vera is a nutritionist and she's talking to us all the way from New Zealand. Vera, can you tell us a little bit about yourself so everybody can get to know you? Sure. So my name is Vera Frazak and I am a holistic nutritionist and I moved to New Zealand about eight years ago uh, with intentions to stay on holiday and kind of eight years later, I'm still here um, doing what I love, living a life of my dreams really and Aww. feeling amazing. Yeah. Oh my god. So, oh my god. Uh, currently pregnant. Yeah. So Yay! Congratulations. <laughs> you're I have to say I if you can see her, I can I'm gonna try to put this on YouTube, but you can see her because you're absolutely glowing. You're glowing. You got this beautiful glow. You know, because sometimes you think about pregnant women and it's like, oh yeah, <laughs> she's like that bloatedness and everything. So but how are you feeling yourself though? How are you feeling? I am feeling absolutely amazing. I say to everyone, if I would not have the bump, I would not know that I'm pregnant, uh, which is great. This is, you know, this is something which I just had a talk with my friend yesterday and she was asking me, how are you doing? Like really, really carefully. Like, are you feeling okay? Are you, are you fine? You know, are you in a pain? I'm like, no, I'm fine. Like I keep swimming, walking, running around, doing stuff. But because we have this thought in our head that pregnancy has to mean that your body is going to change in a horrible shape and then your body is going to blow up and then you're going to feel tired and exhausted and horrible. And it's just only how you take care of your body. Really, I was gonna say that. Well, be you being a holistic nutritionist, I say that's that's why the glow and everything. That's why you're feeling the way you do. <laughs> it's a plus. <laughs> My own marketing company. Yeah, exactly. You do. It's just looking at her. It's like okay, I know exactly what you do. <laughs> but because. You know, for the skin and for everything that it, it, you do, I have to say, you do actually look fantastic. And energy-wise, how do you feel as well? Uh, feeling great. Um, definitely sleep could be better. But I said to my husband today in the mornings, and he was like, so how did you sleep today? I said, well, well I had weird dreams as with the pregnancy it comes with. But yeah. I'm glad that I can still sleep. <laughs> so okay. <it's> <laughs> and when it comes to cravings, I'm, I'm here, I'm intrigued. Vera, what is it? What do you crave the most? 
Uh, honestly, cravings are only your body messages for missing things. And because I eat everything, I eat chocolate, I eat bakery stuff, I don't restrict myself, but I also eat really, really yummy, nutritious food. Mm -hmm. So I don't have cravings. So okay. that's... All right, we're gonna we're gonna dive deeper into that. But before we do, Vera, I want to know. Tell me, Lovey, what, what what's your background? Where how did you get to be where you are today? What made you decide to become a nutritionist? And and you work online as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that the whole journey started when I was when I was a little kid. But we're not gonna go that far away. I always loved food and always loved take care of other people. And I knew that I have to lead somehow and mm -hmm. I was always the bossy one always wanted to tell people what to do yeah. <laughs> so, so I felt like get like, I really wanted to study psychology but um getting in a university of cycle like to study psychology in Czech is really really hard it's like one person in 300 people will wow. get to study that. must be really so good I, I wasn't that lucky to get there. So my second choice was nutrition. And when I started studying nutrition, we actually got in a psychology of the nutrition anyway. And okay. I found myself in there. It was awesome. So uh, when I finished my uni in 2009, was like, oh my God, 11 years ago, <laughs> <laughs> I um, got into um, clinic helping women with eating disorders. So that was my first trial with uh, nutrition with holistic nutrition and there i found that eating is so much more than just what you put in your body but mm -hmm. it's the whole relationship and so as the years went past you know i've been studying more into eating psychology i've been really diving into why women can't sustain they living what they want to even though they eat perfectly even though i had skinny women coming to me and saying you know i know i'm good you know, I look good, but I feel horrible. I need to do something about that. And um, yeah, and then I moved to New Zealand unintentionally with like a, I just want to have a year break from all the work. Um, I got in here and, and I you had are. to kind of like search a new ways how to work uh, because I still had my clinic back home, but I didn't want to like cut all the strings and my english was so bad like i couldn't even introduce myself oh, you wouldn't be able to tell now though you know you got a beautiful accent as well <laughs> <laughs> thank you so i kind of like build my way into nutrition back in new zealand but um it's different you know people in here think differently people are eating differently it's the whole like i don't think so there are many nutritionists or dietitians in new zealand uh so oh. people are really unhealthy but people are really not ready to do anything so i started searching in ways how i can help to educate them a little bit more give them more purpose in their living and that's how i pretty much got into the online coaching okay like, <clears throat> because i felt the need because every i opened clinic in here about three years ago and it was filled. It was filled with women who wanted to lose weight. And I hated it. I hated every single moment of that because they weren't ready to make a change. They were ready to get the quick fix, get the pill. And Isn't because of the mental... I like, yeah. yeah. Isn't it usually that the case? I mean, like people, it's like... It I mean, when you want to, if you get that big, it obviously takes you time to get that big. <laughs> you have to eat yeah. loads. But then suddenly when they want to shrink, it's like, oh, no, I want this to just happen from one day to the next one. And it, it is impossible. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, I was spending 14, 16 hours of work a day trying to figure out how to help these women who didn't want to be helped. And um, I had amazing clients, though, like, apart from these ones but <laughs> i felt that there is more need of me than trying to convince someone who doesn't want to be fixed um or doesn't want to be healed so i that's how i started online coaching and that's about a year ago only and it's been a hell of a journey because it's totally a different thing from like meeting people in person mm -hmm. and you have a broader audience but at the same time we need to niche down a lot to just really be specific but I would not regret one thing about that. It's 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 a journey, but it's definitely worth it. It's definitely worth it, is it? I say that that experience that you had in New Zealand, and actually now, 
it helps you narrowing down who you exactly want to help, the people that you know you want to, that they want to get results. Because I asked Vera before we started, I was like, who's your ideal client? And when you mentioned, you're like, I help leaders and women leaders who are entrepreneurs and business owners, I was like, oh, yes. So you actually help people who do stuff. Yeah, <laughs> take action. Exactly. Take action. Yeah. It's a huge difference, yeah. And Vera, tell me, tell me a little bit about, look, I always had this idea that New Zealand was like, because it was all green and, you know, and beautiful. And it's just like, you know, and it's tropical that everybody was all healthy. I don't know. It's just like, I had this idea in my head. I don't know. <laughs> why. You know, I always think about tropical places and I think about people being slim and fit and, you know, <clears throat> but obviously I'm wrong. So... <laughs> <laughs> You know, you see it. It's like you always see the tropical things. You always see somebody running on the beach and it's like, yay, it's like you're looking great. But of course, it's different everywhere. So let's go back into the craving thing because I love the way you work. You work in a very, um, you use psychology a lot when it comes to, to your nutrition. Yes which I yes, find that, yes. that that is something that for people who's not into nutrition or who, who still doesn't know and like you go and do those fab diets constantly and they don't work, there's a reason why. And that's why I love what you do because you bring that part to understand our body, understand why the things don't work. Can you elaborate a little bit more on that? Because um, I'm, 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 yes. I have said it to you, I love nutrition. I, hold, I love the whole part of it. And I'm like, I have tons of questions, but I want to know more about the psychological part of it. Yeah, you know, the one thing is that we definitely live in a, in a time in a world where we have abundance of nutrition information. Like if you want to, if you decide to lose a weight, you go on a Google, you Google, I want to lose a weight and you will come up with a hundred types of ways how to do it. But uh, what I help women, like women, when women come to me, they usually are done with trying, trying to lose weight. Mm-hmm. They are, they've done the diets, some of them worked, some of them didn't work, but they just don't feel good. You know, they feel they are always reaching their goal, but still missing the purpose of the living. They're still missing that thing behind and they feel empty. They feel kind of confused and they feel like they have to always watch what they're eating. They always have to think about the portion sizes, calories, and they are just waiting for their weight to go back up. So they have to start dieting again. And, I pretty much help them to understand how their body works. Why is it it's just craziness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing, you know, it's not their fault. It's what the diet industry tells us to do. And they don't want you to heal. They don't want you to lose weight and stay there. They want you to go back and back and back. Mm-hmm. So what I really do with women is to help them to understand and reconnect them with the body. Like tell them how the body actually works and uh, what is good for them that they don't need to restrict if they're being smart about the way they're looking after themselves and if they really listen. And my story is really about I used to diet. I used to try to find the perfect diet for myself and for my clients. Like I tried paleo and keto, intermittent fasting, mm-hmm. everything that came up, but I was never really good in like not eating, starving. That's something which never really worked for me. I'm but I was, still, <laughs> I was still searching for the perfect diet to have. But then it just hit me. Like once I stopped trying, my body started to blow like started to glow, started to respond well. I felt so much energy. I used to hate running. And then I felt that I need to run. Like I had so much more energy and my body shape changed without me even thinking about anything. And this is what I help women to do though, to connect to their inner wisdom, to reconnect with their body and to show them the easy way, which is, you know, no roast. No complicated diets, no restrictions. Oh my God, but I love they you. They know how to eat. They know they can have a cake if they want to, but they can't have the cake five times a day. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's not about not even having the cake two times a day. If they want to, they can have the cake two times a day. <laughs> but it's about not have to think about eating at all because it comes so natural. 
Okay, no, but that's um because you said as well, like when I asked you about the cravings before, you said something about like no, I actually it's a deficiency of something, and I actually give my body everything. Mm-hmm. And the thing, like for somebody who craves sweets a lot, because I have this thing, and I was like, a certain time of the day, that's one thing. I'm like, it's probably around this time that I'm talking to you, <laughs> but it's around <laughs> six, seven, seven p.m. and in the evening that I start craving sugar. Okay. And where I'll be absolutely honest, my craving of sugar usually turns into a glass of wine, red wine. And I'm like, okay, I got it from there. This is great. You know, but it's something that it's just, you know, everything else I try to be, not I try to, I try to eat healthy because I like healthy stuff, you know, I like organic stuff. I like a lot of, I'm vegetarian as well. But on that sugar craving, what is the deficiency there? So the sugar craving is usually because your body literally runs out with a natural source of sugar in your blood so either it's that your diet throughout the day it's not sustaining enough like leveled up blood sugar level so that means we can limit on carbohydrate intake we can eat too much sugar throughout the day we can have mm-hmm. a long period of time without eating or we can have some deficiencies so there could be magnesium deficiency there could be iron deficiency there could be some underlying chronic stress chronic inflammation and all these things are creating like a hormonal surge in your body and that hormonal surge literally provokes that sugar craving so the sugar craving it can be habitual of course it can be just because you are you know programmed to have a glass of wine after dinner and that's what your body says hey there's the wine me. But uh, from 99%, uh, women, when they come to me and say, I crave sugar either after meals or mid-morning or mid-afternoon or after dinner, it's because they're, they are restricting somewhere throughout the day mm-hmm. or because they are living in a chronic stress. That's interesting. Thank you. Thanks. It's just like, it's, it's, you know, I've asked this question to different nutritionists and everybody's giving me a different answer, but it's all, it is, you know, it's similar on the, the part of deficiency, but also to give your body what it needs. Obviously not get absolutely drunk, you know, pass out, but just have that glass of wine <laughs> and feed your body what it needs to. Cause I wouldn't like, if it would be either that, it would be like, as you said before, is it be a piece of cake? And then I'm like, mm, maybe I'll just have a glass of wine and then it's gone. You know, that, that part that is that that craving is gone i'm like okay i'm good now yeah like when we understand where the cravings come from it's easy to tackle it or to embrace it because i'm not saying that every craving is bad craving you know sometimes we crave food you know i remember when i when we had our family in here like a few years ago we took them out for fish and chips because this is something which we don't have in check yeah, and I took it out for fish and chips, and I felt like so like stuffed in my body. And even though I didn't eat the whole portion, like that's not what my body would usually feed mm-hmm. on. And I craved tomatoes after, uh, so I needed to go to the closest grocery store and just <laughs> ate like three tomatoes. So not all cravings are bad. It's yeah. just what the t- body telling you what it needs. So you, you wouldn't consider, you know how you said before, like, you know, you've tried all the diets because there's always this fab thing. I'm like, you know, the intermittent fasting or this and that. Because I, I actually, and I have to be absolutely honest with you, I looked at the intermittent fasting, but because I'm used to go for a long period of hours and not eating, you know, from the time I go to bed and the time I get up and I do stuff and then I, I have, it'll probably go about 12, 15 hours, to be honest with you. So it's just it's just something that comes out natural for me, you know. But, you know, it's it's always like this this new fab, this, this new, okay, this is going to help you with this and this is going to help you with that. And everybody gets into that trend without understanding that everybody's different. Yeah. You know, like my, what might work for me might not work for you. And what would you recommend for people who are doing that, who are going like, okay, I need to lose weight or I need, you know, but also that thinking is like, I need to lose weight and not yeah. nurture the body the way they, they should or love their body the way it is. You know, the first thing I start with my clients and I teach everyone is to be, you have to be honest. You have to be honest with yourself because we are the least honest with ourselves when it comes to diet. We are able to go for a long period of time by eating salads and vegetables and drinking detox smooth juices and whatnot, but then we binge eat. Then we Mm -hmm. lose it. 
losing and they feel like a failure but these binges or the weekends of like oh that's my cheat day i'm just gonna eat whatever that's what makes you to gain weight because you've been restricting for such a long time or trying to be so good that your body just takes over like you are literally fighting with absolutely perfect machine and that's your body it takes the way it needs to, it does everything it needs to, and it has a stronger willpower than you have every single time. So it will always want, it will always tell you what it what you need, and it always finds its way into survive. Into, so your body's number one thing is to survive. So if it feels restricted, it will want to get the food somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And that's where we feel like, oh, you know, I failed, I slipped, I fell off the bandwagon because I ate the chocolate, I ate that. But if you, you know, if you're looking, I need to lose weight quickly, you need to start looking at where are you putting on the weight on. If you would be eating healthily, if you would be eating well, and you would be sustaining it for every single day for a year, yeah. There's no need for you to lose weight. Or if, you, if you're still putting on a weight, there's probably a hormonal issue. And it's something no diet can help you with, but only dietitians and nutritionists can really, really help you with. But if you are looking at, okay, well, I know I've got my five kilos extra. You need to start looking what made you to put on the five kilos. Was it the, okay? <laughs> it was COVID. It was COVID. <laughs> was it the violence? <laughs> It was the lockdown and the quarantine. That's what made me put five kilos. (laughs) No, but I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. That's the thing. You know, people, we blame stuff. We blame our body. Oh, my body is betraying me. No, no way. Like your body is just taking what is, what is normally it's, you know, like it's just doesn't, it doesn't know any better. And people say, oh, you know, it was a lockdown. I wasn't, I was always eating. Yes. Because you've been restricting for years or for months and then you have unlimited access to food and your body will know that yeah yeah because you know it yes a lot of people people tell me like how come when you were like every single time when i'm at home i just can't stop snacking i can't stop eating how do you do it when you work from home that you are not constantly eating and not constantly snacking i said because i actually eat meals because I sit down with my meal in the morning and I eat until I'm full. Mm-hmm. And if I'm still hungry, I eat more. And then once I'm hungry again, or when it's lunchtime or morning tea, depends when I have a breakfast, I will go and sit down and eat. And the biggest issue is the afternoon. Like a lot of people feel guilty for eating in the afternoon. So they were like, well, it's not dinner time yet. So I'll just have a snack. But the window between lunch and dinner is usually pretty, pretty it's, long. It's and big, that's yeah. where we split. You know, that's where we lose it. And then people keep snacking on crackers and cheese and olives and nuts and chocolate and whatnot. Instead of going and actually having themselves a meal in the afternoon, cautiously prepared meal, because they feel like, but if I'm going to eat more, that's mean I'm going to put more weight on yeah how much more are you gonna eat if you're gonna keep snacking unconsciously and you don't even know how much you've eaten that is so. that is so true yeah no because i see a lot of this like oh you know for nutritionists that i see them eat and i'm like oh my god they eat so much i'm just like i couldn't even eat that much for you guys too but it, it's the quality and it's the it's the quality of the food that you that you put into your body yeah, it's just really the approach because food to me, it's not just fuel. Food to me is something that creates everything in my body. Every single cell is created for what I put inside of my mouth. Mm-hmm. And this is something you have to think about it. If you don't have enough nutrients in your body, your body starts showing signs of nutrition deficiencies. And it can be losing your hair, you know, breaking our skin, doing other stuff, you know, being tired, being lousy or whatever, anxious. Mm-hmm. But also food is experience. Food is something which is linked to your emotions. It's comforting. It links yeah. people together. Like I was talking to one of my clients yesterday, and she said, you know what I, what I just found out? That I know why I was always craving food in the afternoon, because I hated my lunches. 
because I always had snap frozen microwave vegetables with kind of tuna. Okay. And I'm like, no wonder. <laughs> I would hate to eat that as well. That's and interesting. Said, yeah, and now she said, like, I'm actually putting some like thoughts into what I want to eat and I don't crave anything even though I'm not eating more. But because I feel fulfilled, I feel satisfied. I said, well, you know, how your friends would feel like if you're going to, if they're going to come over to you for an evening party and you're going to serve them snap frozen microwave veggies. They yeah. are going to feel like <laughs> <laughs> No, thank you. Nobody wants to go to your house. <laughs> but, but that's interesting. You say with the motions, because I think I, I was talking to a friend once and she, she, she craves sugar. Like that's her thing. Her thing is sugar. She's very slim and everything, but it's sugar, sugar, sugar. In, in one point, she said it, she was like, it gives me comfort. It's something that is like from, you know, when you're a kid and you're crying or, or something didn't go well, like your parents used to you, give you sweet. Mm, I don't know if in everybody's home was that, but like for her, it was like that. It was like, oh, here, I have a little piece of chocolate, so she'll stop crying. So that was her comfort. So that's when she felt stress or anything like that. That was her first thing to go to. Yeah, uh, yeah. you know, sugar... Sugar is stressful, stress, stress releasing, because sugar mm. is literally addicted to body. You can you can have your body addictive to sugar because it's it's more addictive than cocaine. Cocaine, pretty much. That's what they everybody so, says. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't know, but, but I'm like, yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> I wouldn't know either, but I know how addictive <laughs> sugar is. Uh, <laughs> But that's the thing, you know, because we are saying, okay, well, when sugar is addictive, we have to treat it as addiction. So have none in your, in, your, in your life. Like, you know, don't eat any. But that's where your body starts craving more sugar because your body is actually 90% of the time dependent on some sort of sugar. Mm-hmm. And it will either break it down, like it will either get it out of the lollies or it will break it down from a carbohydrate. So it's like grains of veggies or fruit which is the best option for it because it's long-term sustainable or it will start breaking your muscle tissues down to release some sugar into your bloodstream when you don't have any and that's when the cravings come that's when you have muscle pain that's when you have chronic inflammation that's when you feel fatigued when anxiety comes in because you are trying to limit so much that your bodies have to find different way to do it Okay, that's interesting. I never got that. Thank you so much, Vera. Because <laughs> I was feeling like that. I was like, last week I started doing this, like, no sugar stuff. So whenever I crave sugar in it this last week, what I did was bake. So I'm like, I'll give it to somebody else. I'm like, here. <laughs> I'm not going to eat it, but here you go. But I was doing that. I started... Um, uh, I started um, changing a little bit. So instead of, you know, going for the little piece of chocolate or... Or caramel, I start going for like a chia pudding or, you know, with fruits yeah. and stuff like that. But I was still, my body was still, I don't think it was connecting to it yet because I was feeling tired. And I'm usually, I'm always yeah. like, ah, so, but I was telling like, oh, I'm drained. And I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> like, I am eating, no. just not the same thing. Just so the body's still it's- trying to get used to it. Yeah, uh, that's really, really common. It's what's called the sugar withdrawal. So when we go cold turkey on a sugar or like we change from having a high amount of like processed sugar, refined sugar, so lollies and chocolates and these things, and then we immediately go into sweets, your taste buds are not picking up the same level of stimulation. So they're like, oh, something is missing. (laughs) Like I really need that sugar. (laughs) <laughs> but your taste buds are only cells. And that's a beautiful thing because they actually replace themselves within 21 days. Okay. So you can change your palate within 21 days. And it was amazing because another client messaged me yesterday and she said, you know what, Vera, we've been working together for about six weeks. And yesterday I ordered my normal skin chai latte. It was <laughs> such a horrible thing to taste. Wow. It was so sugary, so horrible. And I never told her to skip sugar. Like she's still eating fruit and carbs and everything. But because she's changing her taste buds, she said, I couldn't drink it. Like it was disgusting. <laughs> and she oh was God. someone who was living in five of them a day. Wow. 
That is a yeah. huge difference. That is, but I, I have to say, going back to the wine, because I did that last, I remember last year, I went for like, I think it was like two months or three months without drinking red wine. So when I had a glass, it would be white. And then for Christmas, they were like, oh, we're going to have a little bit of cheese. Let's open a bottle of red wine. And I went like, oh my God, this is horrible. If it was somebody that yeah. absolutely loved it. And I was like, I didn't know it was that, that it was like your cells regenerate. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. So we have to wait 20, I have to wait 21 days now. <laughs> Well, sometimes it's faster. It doesn't have to be that, <laughs> that long. But like for a complete change, it usually yeah. takes 21. Yeah. Okay, so perfect. Vera, thank you so much. I said it to you before we started. I was like, I love to talk about nutrition. So I've been thinking myself of doing a course, but I'm like, okay, at the moment, I'm, I'm not quite sure yet if I want to, but I love learning about it. Um, since I live in a farm, it's like we get a lot, we grow everything you know it's everything is organic and since the since the quarantine like i have been learning how to do everything from scratch you know vinegar peanut butter all that kind of stuff and, and it's, it's it's so much better like everything just tastes so much better than you know the stuff that you buy out there no matter how organic or anything like making it at home is nice though yeah a hundred percent we got like we are losing the connection with food we don't even know where the food comes from i remember when i was in czech and i was doing like a school education and i asked you know people where like what's the ketchup made from and they like uh, red sauce <laughs> tomatoes like, literally tomatoes and uh, when i asked them where the chicken come from they said kfc like, well <laughs> okay and that's 10 years ago you know, like that's oh a really my God. good time to go. But I say so, it's like, uh, yeah. it's that living, everything living fast, like, you know, always on the go and, you know, with those frozen foods and the sandwiches and the, as you said, those snacking in between that are not actually giving you what you need, what your body needs. And it's sad. Like I see, you know, when I see, cause I always done thing, no matter where I lived, I always done things from scratch, you know, I cook at home and my friends were like, you live alone. Why don't you just order? And I was like, cause I don't know what the food has. I was like, unless it's like, you know, Asian food that I love that I can't cook it myself. Cause they use all this weird ingredients that I can't put them together, <laughs> you know, but apart from that, all the other stuff, I'm like, I'm not going to order that. I'm just, I'd rather make it at home. You know, it's just, yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. Um, uh, you know, I just wanted to say that people say that, you know, but eating snacky food, is, it's, it's convenient. And I'm like, how much more convenient, how much less convenient is to grab an apple instead of a chocolate bar? Mm -hmm. It's the same thing. It's the same convenience. You just don't have it in your mind that that's the option because it's not going to give you that sugar spike. Yeah. Well, it's the same as those cereal bars. What do you think about them, Vera? Because I usually, I, I, you know, for certain things, I start reading the ingredients and then I'm like, what is this? You know, or the cereals, like you grab a box of cereals and it's like, okay, this stuff has more sugar than a teaspoon of sugar. You know, that actually, whatever, it, you know, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. You know what, you know, the marketing companies, they have to sell it somehow. So they, mm. they put the labels on it that it's protein. There is, yeah. you know, like and five of the five of four nutritionists would recommend this. Like they don't yeah. have any approvals for that. They don't have any, anything like they can literally, I've seen protein on like a blueberry package. I'm like, of course there is a protein <laughs> in blueberries, but about that much, you know, like that's not going to give you your protein intake, but because everyone's now around protein, like protein pancakes, Yeah. like holy holy moly like who want to eat protein pancakes like i had literally protein pancake it was so disgusting i was like i just want to have non non yeah no i don't like the protein powder as it is i tried it before it was just like when i was training a lot and i'm like i just can't do this i'd rather eat something that has proteins than drinking that stuff i didn't yeah. like it at all so when it, you know when it comes to cereals when it comes to like mueslis and granolas or cereal cereal bars we don't read ingredients we only look at the at the label and if it says natural if it says low sugar, organic or, yeah. <laughs> or organic it doesn't mean that organic can have like shit in it literally mm -hmm. it can be organic shit <laughs> and so true. because you are buying that package you don't read ingredients because that looks good to mm -hmm. you and because someone put that one word which you are searching for on yeah. the packaging yeah and 
so I'm not saying that all the shop-bought cereals or bars or mueslis would be bad. Definitely not. But usually if you go for the most boring packaging, the most basic one, that's the healthiest one. And the they are actually one. the cheapest ones because no one puts the money into promoting something which is actually healthy for people. Yeah, no, no, that's that's true. That's true. Because I used to, I used to have this shop, and when I lived in Dublin, it was like all organic, and like you go in, and it's like, oh, paradise. And then I started doing that when I wanted a box of granola, and I start reading in the back, and I'm like, yeah, no, this is no, 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 no. So they start doing a homemade in the shop, and I remember I asked him, I was like, what's the mm. sugar? And he was like, oh, we put in very little because the boxes have loads, and I was like, I'll take that. Mm. That comes home with me. I was like, I could deal with that, but it was, and it was the easy package you know it was like the little plastic one didn't really have anything in it it's just simple so um very i love picking your brain thank you so much <laughs> so much before we wrap up if anybody wants to contact you and work with you you got so much so much knowledge and i love the fact that you work with that part of psychology that people need to understand when it comes to you know the food and to turning that to get off those fab diets those quick fixes and actually make it a life a life choice that you know okay i'm gonna i'm gonna give my body what it needs in a healthier way in a nicer way you know because when you mentioned that about the cheat days there's a lot of the diets that have that and i never understood it i was like so i'm suffering for like you know when i used to do those crazy diets suffering for a whole week and then i get to eat all this stuff and i'm like and then you feel like shit as well because then you start yeah. going, you know, you start going, like, you start feeling guilty. Then your body's going like, what the hell have you just done? <laughs> you're bloating, exactly. you barely move, it's horrible. <laughs> so yeah, it's like, you literally, because those diets are so horrible that they have to hook you on something and they hook you on, but you're going to have a one cheat day in a week. <laughs> but you feel like a shit whole week and then you feel even worse than the cheat day. And then you start all over again. I'm like, no way. No, it's not. But you know, before, because a lot of people get on those constant. When I was younger, I used to, like, because I was always a little bit bigger, you know, and chubbier. So I always did. But I did a lot of sports. I did everything. But on the way, I used to eat, like, mom used to say, so you eat like a man. Because I was like, but I burn calories like a man. I can't eat like a girl. (laughs) But it was the truth. If I eat it, like, you know how. I don't know, this shows my age, but it was like, you know, women wanted to lose weight. It was like 1,200 calories. And yeah. I'm like, oh how I'm playing basketball, volleyball, I'm playing all sorts of sports, and I'm supposed to eat 1,200 calories? I was like, I'm going to die. I was like, there's no way. <laughs> so I used to bump it up into the men's calories. calorie. <laughs> yeah, 1,200 calories is what toddlers need. Like, uh, when you were talking about that nutritionists always eat a lot, like that's true because that's what they that's what our body needs. And we don't need, we don't eat a lot. We eat the exact amount of food we need. But uh, I was talking to friends of mine and she's like, well, can tell me how many calories you eat a day? I just really want to know how many calories. I was like, I didn't count the calories about five years, but I will count for you. And when I told her that I eat anywhere between 2,500 to 3,500 a day, and she was like, and like what do you do like are you exercising like five hours a day i was like no i go for a walk <laughs> and she's like how come you can eat so many calories and and lose weight and or like be skinny or be healthy i'm like because your body knows what to do with the calories and just expose what it doesn't need it doesn't mm-hmm. have to hold it yeah and she's like but i'm eating like 1500 and i'm already putting weight on I'm like because you are restricted yeah, because that's why you're doing it. And it's also, you said, it's the food. Because you can have like those 3,500 calories that you get it from fruit and vegetables and something that is much healthier than the 1,500 that you get from a bag of chips and, you know, yeah. fish and chips. And you're like, oh, okay, that's my meal. It's still 1,500. And you're like, mm, no. <laughs> okay. All right, Vera. So before we wrap up, I'm going to drop all your links. But if anybody wants to contact you to work with you and get to know you more, where can they find you? I think the easiest way to find me would be my website. So www.veraprazak.com or just on Facebook, Vera Prazak. Super, super easy. Um, don't have to search for anything difficult. So if you really want to stop dieting, start thriving, really f- eat until you are full, never think about the calorie content of the food again, and just really live the life you've been meant to, I'm your girl. But if you're looking for a quick fix, 
Can't so no, no. <laughs> but you, if you want to look like her, you want to be there. I'm definitely putting this this on the YouTube channel. <laughs> Vera, thank you so much, and thanks everybody for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in, lovies. I love to hear your thoughts and opinions. So drop your comments or give us a shout. I'd like to get to know you more and what help and support do you need most to help you grow your business. I am Maria C. Krause and I help entrepreneurs become more visible by sharing their unique story, inspire, heal, and make a bigger impact. If you'd like to become a guest or a collaborator in any of our platforms or simply want to know about how I can help you take your business to the next level, you can find me on all social media platforms under Maria C. Krause or check out my website for freebies and updates at www.mariacrause.com. Make sure to follow us and share with your best besties to get your weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to kick ass in life and in business. Love, light, be. Have a wonderful day, whatever in the world you are.
Bye.